0: known unknowns i'm carly
1: i'm harry and welcome i'm tired me too
0: oh that's not new though yeah no we they talk know. about that every week.
1: <laughs> So we're still tired
0: yeah we I'm... haven't
1: slept since last week
0: no harry started his new job mm-hmm. so he's been he's tired he's working more than yeah. usual yeah uh, uh, <sighs> Yeah, this is going out a little late. But I think you can expect that at this point.
1: Yeah. It's just, you know, half the time that's going to be the way it is.
0: Yeah. Unless you just want us to quit.
1: Yeah. Is that what you want? You want us to quit?
0: Cuz I will if you want like to. You'd like that,
1: wouldn't you? That's
0: <clears throat> Don't be mean to them. Now you're the sorry. one being mean to them.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry people. <clears throat> All right. What's um new? what's that's what i was that's was what i was gonna say <laughs> um what's new in the world um
0: the oscars the
1: oscars occurred i
0: didn't watch it
1: yeah i don't know um
0: oops i didn't watch it i didn't really care this year because i didn't see any of the movies yeah because i don't like watching movies in general i only like watching movies when they're in theater i know i can't watch i i'd be so sad watching a new movie just like on my laptop
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that wouldn't be very fun no we could make it fun no okay i just
0: don't want to i don't even know where to find new movies i wasn't even aware that new movies were coming out (laughs) When yeah. I heard the Oscars happened, I was like, wait, what? I didn't yeah. even hear that the Oscars were happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know they were I going didn't on know until they were, happening. they were happening yesterday.
0: I had no clue. We were in bed and Harry was just like, I think the the Oscars happened today. And I was like, <laughs> oh, we were too busy watching uh, Twin Peaks.
1: Oh, yeah. Right. That's we're why walking. I,
0: I want to get this over because I want to watch an episode before I go to bed. <laughs>
1: okay, we'll do that.
0: Someone just got shot. Yeah. And I need to know what happens.
1: <laughs> Lots of people
0: just got shot, actually, in this episode. That's true. And I need to know what happens. We're on season one. Yeah. Yeah. We're still... I've never seen it.
1: Midway through, or maybe, I, I don't remember how many we episodes have there to are. We
0: almost, de- like, I feel like it's almost wrapped up I think we're only here.
1: like eight episodes in.
0: Yeah, eight or nine episodes in.
1: I feel like there are more episodes than that. But it, I feel like
0: it's almost wrapped up at this point. <laughs>
1: season one
0: I don't I don't know what else could happen
1: wait are there only no there's gotta be there's definitely more than eight episodes wait or maybe it's in so. season two that they that they wrap up the Laura Palmer story
0: what so you have seen season two then
1: I haven't seen all of season two I've seen it through where they wrap up the Laura Palmer
0: how story. long is season, season two? Season two
1: is longer than season one.
0: It looks like twenty three episodes or something
1: crazy uh, like that. No, it's like sixteen. Oh, was uh, like no, no, it's not. It's uh twenty
0: two. Yeah, see, I thought I was seeing those numbers there. Yeah,
1: you were seeing the numbers right.
0: But yeah, I was. I'm right. This is the last episode of. Maybe we are on season two now.
1: Yeah, I th- that was probably the last episode. Because it of was the one.
0: last whatever, and I said, "Oh, this must be the last episode," and you're like, "No." And I was like, it literally says, like, the last scene or something like that.
1: The last evening. The
0: last evening. So I was like, well, this has to be the last episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that would make sense. you were like, no. I was misremembering the timeline. Is
0: there a season three?
1: Yeah, it was on Showtime, though. So I think we'll need to rent it to, uh... All
0: right, worth it.
1: Yeah, I agree. And we should watch the movie.
0: Oh, there's uh, a movie. Do you watch it after all the seasons or when do you watch uh, it? Well,
1: Does I think really the movie matter? came out after season two uh, in like, yeah, the movie came out after season two. So mm-hmm. maybe we should watch that between after we watch season two before we watch season three. Mm-hmm. Watch okay. Twin Peaks, fire, walk with me.
0: Okay. Because I am I like the show. It's interesting.
1: It is a good show.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, anything new? Happen? I don't know. I don't think anything uh, happened, really. What's
1: in the news this week?
0: I don't know.
1: Um, news. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know.
1: Is an activist's pricey house news? Facebook alone decides, from the New York Times. Oh my gosh! That, does that interest you? No um how about florida annual boat party leads to a dozen drunken arrests no yeah that's what else would you expect uh meet the woman behind saddle seattle's most popular satire news source the needling
0: <laughs> is, is that good news no
1: um
0: that's about biden's first 100 days
1: uh, federal judge tosses lawsuit seeking to ban transgender students from girls' sports. Federal but not, judge tosses But not lawsuits. boys' sports. Very strange.
0: I think it was all, that was the only one.
1: I'm getting...
0: Uh, or were, uh, were they on... I forgot what that... Okay, huh.
1: Uh, Supreme Court to take up major Second Amendment concealed handgun case. Does that interest you?
0: Last night I said... I think I should get a gun. And Harry went, what? Because it was at like 11 p.m. And I just go, I think I should get a gun for self-defense. And You've then, never... No, I don't actually want one. Okay. I just, you just... I liked the look to... of that gun in Twin Peaks. Uh, it was like pretty and marbly and it was a pretty looking gun, but I don't want it.
2: Okay. I could
0: never get one. Oh, my gosh. I what? didn't tell you what happened at work today.
1: No, okay.
0: Wait, I feel like... Yeah, I'll share this. Okay, I'll share it. So I had a creepy guy at work today. Oh no! I'll share the info. Okay, what here happened? Here with the pod. Um. Oh, I can't believe I forgot to tell you this it was so creepy. Um. So this man walks in. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say where I work, but I work outside. Yes. And I there's lots of pigeons around. Well, okay. there's lots of pigeons just in Chicago in general. There was also like, uh, what's the other bird?
1: Uh, gulls, seagulls. seagulls
0: seagulls um so this guy walks in um and he has his mask pulled down he's like an older guy but not mm-hmm. that old maybe he was like f- late 50s early 60s so i guess he wasn't was he m- maybe late six? he wasn't actually that old then he wasn't like old okay but he was older it,
2: yeah older um, than you
0: yeah he might have been in his he might have been like 60 he might have okay. been like 60 so not as old as I made him out to be at first. Um, so he had his mask underneath his chin, and then I, like, checked him in, and I was like, you just have to pull your mask up in order to go in. We do require them on grounds. And he goes, okay. And so he pulls up the mask, and then he goes, oh, so I was, uh, wait, what did he say first? What did, what did he say first? Uh-huh. Yeah, he said, um, so... He's like, I was here last week and uh, I got a. Oh, he's like, do you have outdoor seating at your um, restaurant? And I said, yeah. And he said, great, I'm getting a hot dog. And I said, okay. And then he, <laughs> he said, I like to throw the jalapenos at, and he said jalapenos. Okay. I like to throw the jalapenos at the pelican. No, at the seagulls. <laughs> last week I threw a jalapeno at the seagull and he got real pissed that I threw the that I threw the jalapeno at him. And I was like, ha, 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 don't throw jalapenos at the seagulls. Then he goes, I like to throw food at the birds. And I was like, at them? And he goes, yeah, I like to hit them. And then he goes, I was at this place, this, this, this place last week as well, and a bird shit on me. Can you believe it? It shit on me. So I'm going to go throw food at them. And it didn't even happen at the, our play. It didn't even happen at our place. It wasn't even the same bird. No. And then he goes, so I th- like all, in all seriousness, he goes, I think I'm going to invest in a BB gun so I can bring it here and shoot him. <laughs> and I was like, what do you say? He was being weird. And I'm like, uh, yeah, no, <laughs> don't do that. And he goes, no, really, I think I am going to get a BB gun so I can bring it here and start shooting the pigeons. <laughs> and I was like, sir. And then I just laughed because I was like, please go away. He was really creeping me out. Like he was talking about, sh- he really liked harass, like being really mean to these birds. <laughs> and then he like gets up real close to me and he pulls his mask under his chin and he goes, those are beautiful braids. Because <laughs> I had braids in my hair. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he goes. This isn't funny. This is harassment, but I, it, it, I, this is the way I'm coping with it. Okay. It's a weird story. And he goes, Do you, do you own like a cow, a nice, cute little cowgirl hat and some bell bottom <laughs> jeans and some cowgirl boots? Could you wear that to work for me? <laughs> what? And I was like, No. <laughs> he was like, Do you, do you have to wear that uniform to work or could you wear that cute little cowgirl outfit? And I was like, no, I have to wear my uniform. (laughs) And he goes, do they pay you enough to have to wear a uniform? Do they even pay you here? Are you a volunteer? And I was like, no, I'm paid. I wear my uniform because I'm paid And he goes, oh, because if you were a volunteer, I'd say you can wear whatever you want. And I was like, oh, my God, leave me alone. Like, he got real close and told me I looked like a cute little cowgirl. And I was like, please, leave me alone. And then he's like, I'm going to go throw some food at the pigeons. And I was like, bye. And then he never pulled his mask mask back up, but I didn't want to engage any further.
1: It was all just a scheme for him to not have to wear his mask properly. (laughs)
0: No, really, he like pulled it underneath his chin just to like get up real close to my face and call me a cute cowgirl and I was like, please leave me alone. It was so creepy. And then I was walking on a break. I was like walking to go to the bathroom and I passed him. And he was sitting at a table with a hot dog and he was throwing the bread at the pigeons and laughing. He would throw it and laugh and everyone was staring at him. And I was like, should I report this? And then I'm like, no, they wouldn't care. They'd be like, okay. Yeah. Did he touch you? And I'd be like, no. Did he curse at you? No. Then what can we do? And I'm like, I mean, he asked if I... Do you not think that's creepy? Also, he said he was going to bring a BB gun into the the place I
2: worked.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, I'm not cutting that out. But no, I was like, do I tell them that he's going to bring a BB... That he wants to bring a BB gun to shoot the pigeons? Because I'm like, I'm sure he's just joking, but he seemed very serious. (laughs) And also... He was creepy about my braids. <laughs> isn't that creepy?
1: That is.
2: Isn't
0: that really weird? Yeah. It was really weird. And, like, yeah. he didn't seem like any, like, he probably isn't in his right mind, but still. <laughs> I almost said something, but then I'm like, no, they would, they you know what, they, they would care about the BB gun part. And then they'd be like, did you get his name? And I'd be like, no, but he did, like say a really creepy thing to me and then they'd be like is that creepy though or did he just like your hair and i'd be like well you don't go up to a little girl and say you love her braids and tell her to wear a cowgirl outfit for you no no i was like no <laughs> no it was really weird and then the girl sitting next to me at work after he left she goes oh my god are you okay it's <laughs> <was> like no <laughs> I'm creeped out. I really hope I don't run into him again. I was really nervous I was going to run into him again. I can't believe I didn't tell you this story. No. Isn't that a terrible story? That's something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So there you go, everyone. There's my day at work. It was a mild day. That was really the only thing that happened.
1: All right, good.
2: That was
0: really bad. Uh I'd consider that bad. I probably should have reported it that he said he was going to bring a BB gun in in there but I
1: It was probably I didn't have joking name.
0: and also I mean he seemed very he was like, Yes I am and I'm like okay. Right. I mean I can't stop him. I what am I supposed to do?
1: I mean when he when he brings in the bb gun you can stop him.
0: When he brings in the bb gun they'll ban him
1: Yeah right. So, so then I'll never solved. have
0: to see him again. Exactly oh it was so creepy like i was like okay he just wouldn't stop talking and then he mentioned the braids and i was like oh dear lord oh dear lord (laughs) so i was already you know getting creepy vibes from him Mm -hmm. from the bird thing first he's talking about bird mutilation and stuff and then he's like you're so beautiful you little cowgirl
1: he's gonna throw jalapenos at you
0: i know he was throwing bread at the birds. That's all he did all day. And I'm like, "Sir, stop." Whatever. <laughs> Don't harass the birds. What are they do What are they doing to you?
1: They like it. They they want the bread. Uh right, Newport well, News hemp growers handcuffed after police surround home. Okay. okay. We're
0: 15 minutes in. Should we start?
1: Yeah, we've hit our quota.
0: Yeah, let's go.
1: All right let's get the show on the road here
0: what are you talking about this week i don't even know what he's talking about
1: talking about uh a lake oh well, that you talking real... about a
0: monster you told me this yeah,
1: oh yeah i probably did yeah. anyway so uh lake okanagan Okan- okanagan o- okanagan 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 Okay. Okan, Okan, Okanagan,
0: Okanagan, that's what I would say
1: uh, Or Okanagan Lake, sorry Okanagan?
0: Okanagan no, ok, ok, Maybe Okanagan? it's Okanagan Okanagan?
1: No, I don't think it's that Okanagan Okanagan Ok uh, Lake, Okanagan Lake, British Columbia um, Is the largest of five Interconnected freshwater Fjord lakes in the Okanagan Valley um, uh, Named after the First Nations people Who first inhabited the area um, it was created. Oh,
0: that's, Okanagan is the name of the people who lived there. Yeah. Oh man, did you just disrespect? them? <laughs> did you not look up the name?
1: I I know the name. It does. I don't know how to pronounce it.
0: Okina- Okanagan or Okanagan? Here, no, 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 just keep going.
1: Uh. Anyway, so it was created when melting glaciers flooded a valley ten thousand years ago, and it's mm. uh it's uh, seventy nine miles long. It has a maximum depth of seven hundred and sixty-two feet, which is pretty deep for a lake.
0: Yeah, that is pretty deep. For a lake.
1: Um, an average depth of two hundred fifty feet. Um. And so, after after it flooded from the glacier melting, the bottom of it, um, the bottom filled up with very, um, with a lot of silt and stuff. Very, uh, um. Well, the, the bottom of the lake is very like uh, very soft, and so it's not the kind of, not a good surface in to, like drill down into to like have like big concrete things to build a bridge on top of basically.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and so, with on one side of the bridge, there's a city called Kelowna, uh, Kelowna, and on the other side of the um, other side of the lake, there's a city called West Kelowna. Um, and so to connect those, oh they no.
0: did they build a bridge?
1: Yeah, well, so actually, so they so in order to do that, because the both the lake is so very deep and also because the at the bottom there's not a even if you could put something down there, if there was like an earthquake or something, it would the, the all the silt and stuff would like liquefy and like it would just collapse and stuff. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they built a floating bridge. Hmm. Um, and so that's, uh, called the, the William R. Bennett bridge, um, on May 25th, 2008, open to the public is the current bridge there. Um, Hmm. it extends 1060 meters across Okanagan Lake. Um, uh, in many ways it's like any other bridge. It has five lanes of traffic, two lanes going east, three lanes going, two lanes going west and three lane, no. I put two lanes going east and three lanes going east here, and I don't remember <laughs> which is supposed to be west. I think it's okay. three lanes going west. So there's, yeah, okay. Anyway. Two and three. It's a anyway, big bridge. It is a big bridge. Um, it, it replaced a, wow. a previous floating bridge that was there, which is on a, like two lane, or no, it was three lanes, one lane going each way, and one that could go either way, depending on oh, the time of day, I guess. Huh. Um, and so it is the only floating bridge in Canada and one of only 28 in the world.
0: And yeah, I was wondering how a floating bridge would work
1: yeah, so it's basic so they have big um well here let me let me br- bring up the Wikipedia page for it so it has like thousand and sixty meters long in total like 900 and something meters mm-hmm. of that is. Uh, on like floating platforms like big like concrete floating things basically they're like tethered to each other and to the bottom of the lake for like a little extra stability um, and stuff and then that one end of the bridge there's like an arched it goes like an arched span so that boats and stuff can go underneath Mm -hmm. but um i don't know I just thought that it was a floating bridge. It was cool. And it's the only cool. one in Canada.
0: Yeah, that's cool. I think it's cool.
1: But that's not the only thing unique about uh-huh. Lake Okanagan. Okay. If you ask anyone who lives in the vicinity, you'll also find that it is home to a great and mysterious being. Yes. A being called Ogopogo.
0: Ogopogo?
1: Or Augie for short.
0: Augie. That's really <laughs> cute. Okay.
1: Uh, so the description of the Ogopogo is similar to many of the other water monsters uh, we've talked about on here, uh, in that it varies. <laughs> in
0: that it varies. <laughs> uh,
1: the monster may be up to 25 meters in length, um, or like 16 feet. Or something, it may might be.
0: So there's a big, big mama, and then some babies.
1: Maybe a weekend. little ogre pups, o- as Oga pups. They call smaller creatures. <laughs> uh, it it's snake-like uh, with two or more humps, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Its skin is dark, uh, green, black, gray, or brown, <laughs> and it has the head of either a snake, a sheep, a horse, <laughs> a seal, or an alligator.
0: I love it. I love it. And
1: it may or may not have horns or ears. Both, probably. Probably both. Okay. Um, the Ogopogo is one of the most well-documented lake monsters in the world. Really? According to John Kirk of the British Columbia Scientific Cryptozoology Club. Um, hmm. The – let me Sorry, I lost my place. Um, sorry. Sorry. Quote, the catalog of films and video of Ogopogo are more numerous and of better quality than anything I have ever personally seen at Loch Ness, and I believe that several of them are very persuasive that a large, living, unknown creature inhabits the lake.
2: I bet it
0: does. Mm-hmm. Something.
1: Yeah. All the way back in 1872, Sarah Allison, uh, the first non-native person to uh, live in the Okanagan area, uh, who wasn't Mm -hmm. like a fur trapper, Mm -hmm. uh, reported the first sighting of something unknown in the lake.
0: It's a little sketchy, Mm -hmm. but okay.
1: Um, You know, as settlers came in uh, and they uh, also began to hear and spread stories about the creature... Uh, they began to patrol the lake with guns, watching out for the bloodthirsty monster.
0: It hadn't even hurt anyone, though. It didn't hurt They They people. thought it
1: could. They okay. thought it could. <laughs> um, when, when, uh, when more coloni- white colonizers encroached on the area, they feared what they had heard was lurking deep in the dark lake. Um, but uh, as time went on, Uh, According to some, in 1924, it was given the name Ogopogo, uh, taking the name from an English music hall song. Um, And it was around that same time that the Regional Tourism Board and companies adopted what had been to that point a fearsome monster to be a... That was supposed to be feared and avoided as a mascot for the region, to draw people there to try and sight it Hmm. and catch a glimpse of their prized monster. Mm -hmm. In the 1980s, the Tourism Association offered a $1 million reward to anyone who could prove the creature's existence. (laughs) That's fun. Um, And soon after, Greenpeace declared Ogopogo an endangered species and demanded that it only be captured on film and not in flesh. You can't.
0: That's good. So they do think this thing is like legit, right?
1: Apparently, uh as uh, in yeah, I mean, well, apparently 16% of British Columbians uh believe in the Ogopogo.
0: I mean, polls. I'm glad they were like, hey, leave it alone. Like you don't need to ca- leave it alone. Obviously, mm-hmm. if not many people are seeing it, if it is even real, it's probably really rare and maybe don't shoot it.
2: Yeah, probably shouldn't. Especially shoot when it. it's not
0: messing with anyone <laughs> right maybe don't mess with it <laughs> uh-huh maybe just take a photo <laughs> uh
1: another uh, well back in 1855 a, a settler uh, called john McDougal. um he McDougall. he I, I, I don't think he necessarily attributed it to the ogopogo but he said that something uh this caused his horses to be sucked down into the water and nearly his canoe with them before he cut the line down there to it. A shark. Could be a shark. Uh, <laughs> very well right. could be. Um, while driving on Highway 97 in 1968, Art Folden noticed something moving in the lake. Uh, he pulled off the road and filmed what he claimed to be footage of the alleged creature showing a large wake moving across the water. Uh, he estimated the Ogopogo was 300 yards offshore. Um... A computer analysis of the footage concluded it was a solid three-dimensional object.
2: Oh.
1: Folden noticed something large and lifelike in the distance out on the calm water and pulled out his home movie camera to capture the object. Um, a later, a 2005 investigation conducted by uh, Benjamin Radford and Joe Nickel and John Kirk for the National Geographic Channel... Um, utilized surveyor boats to find the actual distance of the alleged creature from the shore. And they found that it was much closer than he originally thought, hmm. redux- resulting in a reduction of actual size and speed. And they concluded that it was likely a real animal, but its size had been greatly overestimated, <laughs> and that was probably a waterfowl, otter, or beaver too far away to be identified. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, a Nothing beaver. cool. Nothing cool. Um, in 1980, uh, after they uh, gave out the, or announced the the award for uh, having proof of it, around 50 tourists watched an alleged ogopogo for about 45 minutes off a beach at Kelowna. Uh, Larry Thal, a tourist from Vancouver, shot some 8 millimeter film, albeit for only 10 seconds. Um, some skeptics have suggested that it was only a pair of otters. Though. Could be. In 1989, John Kirk reportedly saw an animal which was 10.7 to 12.2 meters, that's <laughs> oh 35 gosh. to 40 feet long, yeah. huh. consisted of five sleek jet black humps, jet black, jet black humps, humps with a lashing tail. Hmm. He believed it to be traveling at around 25 miles per hour. Oh I mean,
0: maybe it was just a log.
1: Could could just be a log. Uh, on July 24th, 1992, uh. Somebody videotaped something or some things that were traveling just below the surface of the water at a fairly good speed, estimated at uh, five miles per hour. Um, A boat towing a water skier suddenly appears in the frame, and the skier falls into the water near the object. Within several minutes, um, they made two other videotapes, each showing what appeared to be multiple animals in the water. Um, Did the uh,
0: guy who fell say that he saw anything? (laughs)
1: I guess not, but they, they did not seem to be alarmed by uh, <laughs> okay. what they fell near it. Um, Benjamin Radford suggested that the creature was only several otters. Um, and in 2005, Again, FBI otters. video specialist concluded that the object was very consistent with debris from a fallen tree in the water, noting that it bobs mm-hmm. very slowly bobs Usually up
0: and You the down. FBI? Yeah. I well, don't. they have an agenda, so obviously I don't trust their yeah, opinion. would
1: yeah no never trust the they FBI. would want to
0: hide that at all costs mm-hmm. so i don't i don't believe
1: unless that. it's special agent dale cooper oh, dale the cooper. only good fbi agent he
0: is he is
1: hmm in 2011 a cell phone video captured two dark shapes in the water mm-hmm.
0: maybe it's just the same beavers
1: a suggested explanation others. is that the video shows two logs Everyone
0: thinks Um, it's a log or an otter. (laughs) The
1: video quality is poor and the camera is shaky, but a closer look at the 30-second video reveals that instead of one long object, there are actually two shorter ones, and they seem to be floating next to each other at slightly different angles. Mm -hmm. There are no humps, nor head, nor form, only two long, darkish, more or less straight forms that appear to be a few dozen feet long. Mm -hmm. In short. They look a lot like floating logs, floating logs, which would not be surprising since Lake Okanagan, since Okanagan Lake has tens of thousands of logs harvested by the timber industry floating just under the lake's surface.
0: Oh, I love how you save that for the end. In
1: September 2018, there uh-huh. were reportedly three sightings, one of which was described as a giant snake that was about 15 meters long.
0: She's growing.
1: And Wikipedia now doesn't have growing. a debunking for that one. So I'm assuming that one's real.
0: Shoot. You're right. Mm-hmm. I believe it again. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um and if it's not logs or otters, uh sturgeon are off are also often mistaken as lake monsters. What is that explain? It's a big it's a big fish. Let me look up a picture um, of a sturgeon here.
0: Yeah, I mean I guess it could be a big fish. Yeah, it's just a <gasps> well, it's a those real are big freaky. fish.
1: They are I mean they're they're a lake monster in and of themselves.
0: They are. Those are freaky.
1: Um Though.
0: Those things can be huge mm-hmm. too.
1: Um, but, wow. s- but their existence in Okanagan is unclear whether there actually are any sturgeon in the lake. So it may mm. not even be that. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> there okay. is currently an unclaimed $10,000 reward for concrete evidence of sturgeon in Okanagan. So, oh. I mean, if no one claims that, maybe there really is we the We should Ogopogo. go there and
2: try
0: to find it.
1: Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. Um, let me see here um well okay so i mentioned that um back in the back in the olden days the settlers were really afraid of the lake and the and the the monster that they thought was in it Mm -hmm. um and so this was because there was a previous like um you know first nations uh legend about it and stuff it was basically a miscommunication between them Mm -hmm. um So the the First Nations people, the Okanagan and the uh, uh, Silks, uh, Silk people, um, they both have legends, or they both tell about a a spirit of the lake, which you know, uh, the the lake is basically sacred, and it is because it you know provides them with food and with water and. You know, life and everything and mm-hmm. they, they need it to survive and so what they would do is they would make offerings to the lake of things like you know little um, you know like corn and like tobacco and um, occasionally they would also put in little chunks of meat that they were putting in mm. and so the white settlers came in mm. they saw them like throwing bits of meat into the water and they're like they must be trying to appease some terrible monster oh that lives in there. What? <laughs> we better get our guns out and try to kill it. <laughs> it's tough. Oh My gosh, I hate while we're people. while we're not killing them. Um <laughs> and so over, you know, over time it became yeah, something that they were deathly afraid of and then it became a tourist attraction and stuff and now they they sell, you know, little plush, uh, little, plush, uh, plush little, little plush, little plush snake-looking o- things. Yeah, little plush ogopogos. Ogopogos, of the, uh,
0: that's cute
1: though. Little, little, they, you know, you got, you know, tons of white European settlers uh, profiting off of the uh, yeah, I was sacred just say, lake that's spirit not that, that's not <laughs> of cute. the silk people. Well, sorry, to, sorry to end a on that frustrating note. Story, but it, it is a cute animal. It's like the. Uh, well, that
0: it's, makes me mad. I'm not going to go there and buy a, a plush. All right. Not buying a plushie. Don't you right. worry.
1: Well, can we, We're
0: going to do you think they'll make an ogopogo squishmallow? <laughs>
1: <laughs> a long squishmallow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or they turn him into a little round ball.
1: Well, can we go to drive over the floating bridge? Yes. Apparently, Washington state has the like has like almost like half of all the floating bridges in the world they have like
0: that's at least crazy. eight
1: or something huh. for some reason i want to go
0: over a floating bridge kind of scary but cool
1: yeah i know isn't it
0: yeah mm-hmm. that was the most fascinating part to me of this story. <laughs> the story float- the floating I bridge part
1: that's I, I i spent too much time reading about the floating bridge that's why wow. my story itself <laughs> was kind of not finished and no,
0: it was good i liked it it was the good.
1: ogopogo it exists
0: yeah or probably not no but- it's probably otters probably otters all right you want to hear my story
1: yeah i want to hear yours you had time to did i i don't know mm-hmm.
0: in between watching youtube videos of cats yes yes i guess uh so my sources i uh, are mostly wikipedia and atlas obscura
2: okay cool and uh,
0: also wired okay and also a buzzfeed unsolved network sh- episode on net on um not net- on youtube okay
2: there's like it. 10 minutes okay Sorry.
0: it's not the guys that i like it's different people but oh. you know i thought it was interesting i guess okay um so okay oh i didn't finish my story that's okay. Dang. That's okay. No, it's finished. It's okay. finished. There was something I was going to add at the beginning, but I'm not going to. Okay. So modern science holds that the earth is an unbroken series of layers, crusts, and liquid magma surrounding a dense hot core made primarily of iron and nickel.
1: Yes. That's right. Yeah. That's how I, that's what I know.
0: I was going to go in more depth of uh, how the earth is set up, but okay. I didn't okay (laughs) but harry what if i told you that not everyone is convinced of that we're not talking about flat earth again no no what
1: are we talking about
0: here in the 17th century some of the leading scientific minds of the time came up with a new theory that the planet is actually hollow Mm. this idea has proved incredibly durable over time i bet even today There is a group of Hollow Earth believers who are fighting to validate their ideas through books, websites, meetings, and some extremely ambitious travel plans. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah. Rodney Clough, author of World Top Secret, Our Earth Is Hollow.
1: (laughs) That is the top secret.
0: My conception of Hollow Earth is based on my research. Oh, my conception of the Hollow Earth based on my research, is that the shell of the Earth is about 800 miles thick That's from the funny. outside to the inner surface. Suspended in the center of that hollow is an interior sun that is divided by day and night sides. The other part of the hollow Earth theory is that near the North and South Pole are substantial openings that lead into the interior.
1: Why? Why why, why bother with this theory? <laughs> why? <laughs> I what don't do, get it. It doesn't does make it
0: any kind by. of sense. But Hollow Earth theory sounds like science fiction. But some of history's greatest scientists have subscribed to it. Okay. At one point it seemed downright logical. A lot of people actually believed it at one point. So let's go into a little bit of the history of Hollow Earth and why okay. I think it has been be, has it has been so durable, as okay. I said earlier. So, in ancient times, the concept of a subterranean, am I saying that right? Subterranean land inside the earth appeared in mythology, folklore, and legends. The idea of subterranean realms seemed arguable uh, and became intertwined with the concept of places of origin or afterlife, such as the Greek underworld, the Nordic Svartal (laughs) Uh, The Christian Hell and the Jewish Sheol. Okay. The idea of a subterranean realm is also mentioned in Tibetan Buddhist belief. According to one story from Tibetan Buddhist tradition, there is an ancient city called Shambhala, which is located inside the earth. According to the ancient Greeks, there were caverns under the surface, which were entrances leading to the underworld. In Thracian, Thracian, and Dacian sure Irkian legends it is said that there are cavernous that there are caverns occupied by an ancient god called zalma
1: <laughs> yes? Zalmaxis. Zalmoxis. i don't know
0: In mesopotamian
1: yep
2: yeah
0: religion there is a story of a man who after traveling through the darkness of a tunnel in the mountain of mashu entered a subterranean garden Mm-hmm. Stories of a hollow earth or subterranean realm also show up in Hindu mythology, beliefs of the natives of the Trobriand lands, Native American mythology, and ancient German and Russian mythology. Okay. So it has. So, uh, well, yeah. it was interesting reading about all of it because, yeah, Christian hell. That's yeah, something right. I have experience with. They do, like, hell is like inside the earth. Yeah, it's like, un- you're under-, going under. The underworld
2: yeah kinda, you're going you're down
0: going, yeah so that's fat it's in a lot of religions a lot of uh, a
1: lot of mythology a lot of mythology
0: um yeah and there is proof that this idea of a hollow earth was widely known in western europe 100 years before it took on a more scientific form where everyone believed in it
2: Interesting.
0: the proof is in the following lines from and i don't know how much i buy this this was on wikipedia but Okay. The proof is in the but I thought it was interesting so I'm gonna add it in. It is in the following lines from Act Three, Scene Two of Shakespeare's play, A Midsummer oh. Night's Dream, written in London in 1595 to 1596. Okay. Hermia says. <clears throat> <clears throat> Just kidding. You you're ain't getting a, You're not on. getting a free show from me. Oh. No. Uh, Hermia says. I'll believe as soon this whole earth may be bored, and that the moon may through the center creep and so displease her brother's noontide with... Oh, man, I looked up this word.
1: Uh, Antipodes?
0: Antipodes? Antipodes. Antipodes. Her brother's noontide with Antipodes, because it needed to rhyme with displease, displease and antipodes. So... I ca- Shakespeare, I mean, Hollow
1: Earther confirmed. <laughs> Shakespeare knows.
0: I I mean, I I read that as well. It's obviously supposed to be like imagery, like yeah. strong, some strong imagery of like a hole being dug and like a hole going straight through the earth right. with something shining through the top and going to the bottom. So I'm like, could just be like a big thing, like a hole being dug all right. the way back up, but. I don't know if that necessarily... I don't know where it Didn't really explain it. I looked into it. I looked into more like... That's what I got from it. And then when I read translations of the line, that's pretty much what it means. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So I was like, I don't know. Maybe there's a different interpretation of that. And that's where they get this hollow earth. Or that it was kind of like... That he used hollow earth in this imagery. I I don't know. But I thought it was interesting. Uh... Sure, yeah. Because you know I went to theater school. <laughs> so I so that was interesting to me. Okay. okay. So that's the history of Hollow Earth All kind right, of.
1: It's go go goes back a long time. Yeah, people it have does. been talking about Hollow Earth and stuff under the earth for a long time.
0: Yeah. So that we're gonna get more into depth of what people actually believe. Yeah, I here. wanna
1: hear the proof.
0: <laughs> the scientific basis for hollow earth. Are you ready to hear the scientific yeah. basis of it? Possibly the first person to scientifically speculate about a hollow Earth was none other than Edmund Haley of Haley's Comet fame. Aha! Uh-huh. Proposed in 1692 as a way of explaining anomalous compass readings, Haley's theory is that the planet is a series of nested spherical shells spinning in different directions, all surrounding a central core. Okay. In his estimation, based on readings of the magnetic field and what he knew of the gravitational pull of the sun and the moon of the earth, this model could account for any inaccuracies in his readings of the magnetic fields of the planet. Mm -hmm. He also posited that the space between each shell may have a luminous atmosphere capable of supporting life.
1: (laughs) Okay. Yes. I mean, it's good enough for Edmund Haley. It's good enough for me.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Haley's strange idea was expanded upon over the next few centuries, tossing out the messy view of multiple multiple spheres for the much funner version that the entire interior of the earth is just one impossibly large cavern.
1: Yeah. But like then how, how do people live in there if that's the case? Well, there's Or do they they live like there's on, a the, sun on the other side of the inside of the earth.
0: No, there's a sun in the middle as well right. Well actually i don't know how you would live
1: so do they like
0: i don't know actually so if you they don't live if you on just,
1: the other side of the crust and they like rather than living on the i don't know on a globe they live they live you know in inside of it know, actually i'm
0: not sure actually it's a good question well i guess i i read this so maybe there'll be more <laughs> i don't know okay um Generally, in this view of the hollow Earth is accompanied with the theory of a small sun that hangs in the very center, creating a lush, livable environment on the flip side of the Earth's surface. Okay. (laughs) According to a number of hollow Earth websites, this vision was developed among famous mathematicians and scientists, such as Leonard Leonard Euler in the 18th century and Sir John Leslie in the 19th century, although the sources for these accreditations accredit accreditation accret seemed to be somewhat nebulous.
2: (laughs) Couldn't say the word.
0: (laughs) Regardless of where it originated, the model of a hollow earth managed to grow and survive. In eighteen eighteen, John Cleves Sims, Junior published Mm -hmm. his Circular Number One, declaring to the world that the earth is hollow. Sims a veteran of the War of 1812 and unsuccessful trader, (laughs) soon became maybe the most famous and successful proponent of the Hollow Earth theory. His initial vision of the Earth's interior was like a simplified version of Halley's multi-layered model, with the expectation that Sims' version included huge holes at the North and South Poles which allowed access to the hidden world inside. These holes, his unique... These holes, his unique addition to hollow earth theory, would even come to be known as Sims holes. And it's <laughs> S-Y-M-M-E-S. Okay. So I'm going to say Sims.
2: Yeah, that's Sims.
0: Sims holes. In his fir- in his very first declaration, Sims proposed to mount an expedition to the North Pole, where he was sure they would locate one of these apertures and gain access to the inner earth. He, too, believed that the interior of the earth not only could, but did support life, (laughs) saying in circular number one that the inside of the earth would be, quote, stocked with with thrifty vegetables and animals, if not men, end quote.
1: (laughs) Okay, I I still don't understand, like...
0: There's a sun in there, Harry.
1: Yeah, no, I get how it would work. I don't understand why... Why are they so sure that the earth... Like, what's the actual? Why can't the Earth like not be solid? Why can't it be solid? Like, what's the? (laughs) I don't know. Is it because I guess it all goes back to Haley's, Mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah, it all goes (laughs) back to that compass readings. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of it. And so, (laughs) okay, Mm -hmm. um, let's see here. (laughs) Sims believed that his theory was not science fiction, but science fact. and that it applied not only to the Earth, but to all planetary bodies.
2: <laughs> why? <laughs>
0: to him, the whole universe was hollow.
2: <laughs> what? I
0: just like, don't know what the... Si-
1: I, get, I don't get it. I get, like, why people think the Earth is flat, because it feels flat. It doesn't look rounded when you look at it. And but, like, the Earth doesn't look hollow... Like why? I mean, if you're
0: religious and you believe that there's hell or like something afterlife or I like an guess underground, so. but this is not but what this, he is yeah, describing. Yeah, this guy is saying it's He's like saying like a luscious other world. Yeah, I don't know where <laughs> they get that idea. I'm like, why would it sustain life if it was hollow? I'm
1: confused. Why does it need to be hollow? I don't know. It's just something they want to believe, I guess. It makes life more fun.
0: Yeah. Sims continued to campaign, giving lectures and publishing letters about the hollow earth, always angling for an expedition to the North Pole that would prove his theory. Barreling right through the skeptics, Sims was eventually able to convince enough people of the possibility of his hollow earth that in 1822... He and his supporters actually got Congress to vote on funding for his expedition. (laughs) Unfortunately, the grant was shot down. No. But Sims' belief in the inner earth never died. He continued to campaign for the theory until his death in 1849.
1: Congress hates fun.
0: Even after Sims' death, his idea continued to thrive amongst believers, students, and admirers of... Sims's work, and even Sims's own son, continued to publish materials explaining the increasingly odd theory. One bizarre offshoot of the traditional Hollow Earth theory, mm-hmm. put forth by natural healer and eventual cult leader, Cyrus Teed even inverted the idea, devising a, a cellular cosmology... ...that placed the entire universe inside a shell. According to Teed's thinking, we were actually living on the inside of the hollow earth, looking up at the universe. Okay. Which itself was just an illusion created by a strange solar mechanism. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay, you were on board and then you were like, no. The stars were just reflections of the mechanism's light. Teed's theory managed to gain enough traction that a small cult developed around him, called the Corishian Unity. After Teed renamed himself Corish, Coresh. the maybe it's Corishians. The Corishians established an, an extensive colony in Estero, Florida, in 1894, but most of the community disbanded after Teed's death in 1908. <laughs> Isn't that wild? There was yeah. a cult surrounding a this cult. I should have done. You know, maybe I'll do.
1: Universe a- cult.
0: Maybe I'll do a
1: an yeah, episode about, on that. Yeah,
0: talk more about the cult. Yeah, both Teed and Sims still have monuments dedicated to their work and beliefs. The location where the Chauressian community made their home is now protected as the Chauressian State Historic Site. <laughs> while Ohio's Hollow Earth Monument is dedicated is dedicated to Sims's work.
1: I want to go there. We got to go to the Isn't Hollow Earth Monument. Isn't that Earth wild?
0: <laughs> like what i know we need to go even as unbelievable as the beliefs of sims and teed Teed were as the hollow earth theory grew into the 20th century it began to take on an even more supernatural air Mm -hmm. uh let's see in 1864 Jules Verne published A Journey to the Center of the Earth, which proposed a weird world inside our own. And while it was not the first work of fiction to propose such a thing, it could be argued that the first such work of fiction regarding the weird world inside our own is Dante's poem, Inferno. Sure.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Verne's work quickly became the benchmark for success. Uh, No, no, no. Became the benchmark for such fantasy tales giving stre- giving steam to a whole subgenre of subterranean science fiction many of these stories used the theories of Haley and sims as jumping off points for tales of weird prehistoric jungles and highly advanced lost races of humans mm-hmm. which i'll okay used sims model as a basis for a tale of a rich interior world inhabited by a race of spiritually enlightened beings this vision of the hollow earth would seem to be one of the prime inspirations of many of the current tropes among modern hollow earth theory.
1: Mm-hmm. That's almost- where the Illuminati live, inside the hollow earth.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, modern belief in the, I'll come back to the, the lost races of humans thing. Okay. Um. Modern belief in the hollow earth theory can be a bit hard to pin down, encompassing such uh, dispar- dispar- disparate mm-hmm. subjects as the northern lights and even an even escaping Hitler. Um, <laughs> so the Germans did make it to hollow earth. They made a deal with the people in the hollow earth. So that is... Okay, so a lot of... I'm going to say that a a good amount of hollow earth believers today, maybe not a good amount, but some and a lot of people at the time did believe that Hitler and the Nazis escaped to hollow earth Mm -hmm. and then created a perfect Aryan race there. Okay. So it is like the modern. So I, I, i didn't know what to do about this topic because the modern hollow earth theory is very rooted in anti-semitism in that way
2: okay yeah. so uh,
0: <laughs> so just keep that in mind as i read through this i don't think a lot of the people who think this now know that but it is there are a lot of some people A good amount of people, I'll say. Mm -hmm. I think there's some Hollow Earth believers that don't know that that's kind of where the modern Hollow Earth conspiracy kind of came from. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of them do. And Mm -hmm. no matter what, the modern version of this is kind of rooted in that. Because
2: they Uh, do believe
0: that Hitler... Because a lot of modern belief in the Hollow Earth theory is like, Oh, there's like a perfect race that lives in the middle of the earth. Right. So So it is very much, it kind of started, or it did start from people legitimately believe that Hitler right. escaped to Hollow Earth, didn't kill himself, escaped to Hollow Earth mm-hmm. with the Nazis and like created this perfect lush world. Right.
1: And they think that yeah, they they think it's cool that Hitler escaped to the Hollow, yes, hollow Earth. Yes, they think it's cool that this they happened. Think, okay. Yes,
0: they they think that's great. And that the ins, that the inside of the earth is just this perfect world because Hitler. <laughs> and I yeah. So okay, I just wanted it. to make that known that so it's not good and that's (laughs) it sounds wild and kind of funny at first that you're like oh they thought hitler escaped to hollow earth but there are people who legitimately believe he escaped to hollow earth and created this perfect human race in the center of the earth Mm -hmm. and they think that's really cool so i just want to acknowledge that that is what some people think Mm -hmm. and it's actually not that funny of a theory like it's not it sounds funny on the surface but it's actually really dark and bad okay so i just wanted to if you ever do any digging into hollow earth you'll see that as like a main theory so i just want to warn everyone okay that is what you you will find that unfortunately So the largest proponents of the theory seem to be singular thinkers like Clough, who often have their own spin on the hypothesis or hold up what they consider to be true evidence. Despite the variations, a few themes do seem to be common among hollow earth truthers. Mm -hmm. Amongst most believers, the inside of the hollow earth is a lush tropical paradise that very likely houses an advanced race of humans, aliens, or giants. So that is all very much rooted in Man, anti-Semitism. The and
1: giants should be on the outside; they're they're going to be cramped on the inside true, of the earth. Right. They should, we should switch places with them.
0: Mm-hmm. I just that doesn't that <laughs> is the the I get back in the day in like the sixteen hundreds where they are all listening to this Haley guy who seemed like a cool scientist, right? He was right even right about a little some later, things. you know, but now. <laughs> Do your res- I feel like everyone who does their research on Hollow Earth hears about the Hitler theory and knows that the whole, like, advanced race of humans living in the center of the Earth is because of the Hitler theory. And right. it's like, wh- these are terrible people, <laughs> okay? <laughs> in most scenarios, the inhabitants are the descendants of ancient races, such as the Lemurians or, as in Clough's view, the Lost Ten Tribes of Israel guided there through the North Polar opening by God himself.
1: Yeah, probably. So he's just
0: crazy. No matter where they come from, they are generally characterized as peace-loving and advanced far beyond our own. Quote, They have flying saucer technology. They live lives of perfect health for hundreds of years. Their science is much more advanced because they live much longer lives. End quote. And that's from Clough. Okay. The perfect climate believed to exist in the hollow earth is said to produce animals and people that are larger and far more healthy than those on the surface <laughs> Quote, it is a perfect temperature god made the inner sun so that it provides heat during the night and a little bit less at, at night what okay Trees grow up to a thousand feet tall. Humans even grow up to fifteen feet tall, Cluff says, (laughs) and he continues because of the ideal conditions, animal life grows really large. Also, Uh, end quote. Okay, the inner world is sometimes called or associated with Agartha, Agartha, a legendary city at the Earth's core, often tied to Eastern mysticism. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to get into um, fear of hollow planet.
1: Okay. I mean, yeah, I don't like the idea of a hollow planet. What if it collapses?
0: If it is to be believed that the Earth is in fact hollow, and home to all manner of super race and megafauna... Yeah. (laughs) Why have we never contacted them or gone there? According to Clef, we have but an international banking conspiracy has worked to cover up the existence of the hollow earth and hide evidence of any sims holes
2: okay Uh, yeah sure so
0: actually i was so when i was reading more into this there are people who believe that if you go on google earth okay either you can see them or the government has covered them like altered the google earth image so you can't see the north and south pole sims holes
1: i see okay
0: a lot of them believe that (laughs) uh so (laughs) this sort of paranoid conspiratorial thinking tends to be another hallmark among modern hollow earth believers because really there is no other force that could be keeping us from engaging with the wonders of the inner earth given our current level of technology and exploratory freedom yeah One of the most popular pieces of evidence for Hollow Earth is a supposed secret journal entry by Admiral Richard Byrd, who claimed to be the first person to fly over the South and North Pole. According to believers, Byrd's secret journal from 1947 included a report of flying into one of the Sims' holes and making contact with the race that lives inside the Earth. Of course, this too has been covered up. So yes, a lot of modern Hollow Earth people... A poll from, like, real-life examples, so people who actually believe they have visited uh-huh. Hollow Earth. And there's actually a lot of people who okay. think they have visited Hollow Earth. Like, there's people who got into, like, boating accidents uh-huh. and who said they sunk all the way down into a hole that <laughs> took them to ho- the ho- the middle of the Earth. Uh-huh. And they were met with, like, crazy giant people and, like, lush greens grass and like beautiful blue sky and that's where they pull all their evidence from that people people claim that they have actually been to the center of the earth and saw a whole uh-huh. human race yeah <laughs> i just yeah through the mid-2000s and into the early 2010s clef was actually part of a long uh long uh, guest state just
1: Yeah, gestating.
0: Long gestating expedition, known most recently as the North Pole Inner Earth Expedition. Unfortunately, after a number of setbacks, including backers and members of the team falling victim to calamities, ranging from cancer to fatal plane crashes, Mm -hmm. the expedition was put on hiatus. Had the expedition been successful, the team would have chartered one of the world's largest ice-breaking ships straight to the North Pole, where they would have attempted to contact the den the denizens of the hollow earth through the hole they believed they would find clough believers clough believes that the various setbacks to the project are the work of the international banking conspiracy but is hopeful that they will someday be able to get funding and a new expedition leader to help continue the project And even if he doesn't, the hollow earth theory will likely continue on until humans can actually peer into the earth's core. Who can say that it is not filled with Germans or aliens or a very small sun? I can say that. (laughs) That was Atlas Obscura. I can definitely say it is not filled with Nazis (laughs) or aliens because they wouldn't be aliens. They live inside the earth. That's true. Or a very small sun.
1: They would be, we would be more aliens than them. They live inside the earth we live we live on just on the outside we're just like clinging on to the side of this thing Mm -hmm. i still don't get why bother you know because
0: they believe there's evidence and people have visited the hollow earth i think that's a lot of what people
1: i guess so yeah
0: people actually believe there's actually a lot of people who believe they like more than you would think okay more than just like two (laughs) which i would that's what i believe (laughs) that's what i thought and that they actually fell into a hole, and visited the center of the earth, hmm. and I'm just like, no, you didn't. This is one that I can't get on board with. I'm like, no, this is not real. <laughs> I'm sorry, people, you're insane.
1: What do they? What? What's their take on caves? Or do they think that? Do they, do they think all of them, like, go down to the the hollow?
0: A lot of them think there's one hole at the North just, Pole and one hole at the South Pole. And that's pole. it. And
1: all the caves are just what we th- like and stuff are just what we think they are. They're just regular caves that don't go all the way down or anything. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: But then some people believe there's holes like all over the earth cuz like some people claim to have fallen into them and it yeah, wasn't sure. I mean, Some people actually have moved to the North Pole as their life or like goal. They move near one of the poles, to, mm-hmm. and then their life goal is to, f- they search for that Sims hole for their entire life. I guess, that is like, thing.
1: okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there are, like, streams and things that, you know, will just, that just, like, kind of disappear underground, and no one knows where they go and stuff. So, like, maybe they go to the other side of the crust, and there's giants, like, uh, there's Nazi giants drinking out of them. On the other side.
0: You know, I forgot my uncle was a flat earther until you reminded me of it. Harry was like, isn't your uncle a flat earther? And I said, he is. And you're like, yeah. You remember? And then you're yeah. like, he put it on the back of his truck. He put like flat earth. Yeah. And I was like, what? And he goes, you told the podcast that your uncle is a flat earther. And I'm like, I did? And then now I remember. <laughs> now I remember learning about this. <laughs> and I just think it's really funny. <laughs> that he's a flat earther he genuinely believes the earth is flat and that the government is covering it up yeah i come from an interesting line of people (laughs) i'm an interesting breed oh that's all i'll say (laughs) Uh, how did i become the way i am i don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah you 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 uh you've met my family Harry has met my family. Uh Aren't they interesting people? They are
1: interesting people.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Last time I talked to them, I got really mad. It was on my birthday. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was really bad. That was not a good time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: They were being racist, and Mm -hmm. I called them out on it, and then they said they weren't being racist, and I'm like, yes, you are. (laughs) You're being racist, and then they yelled, And I was like, stop being, stop saying. And then they kept saying racist things. And I'm like, stop saying, stop. And then I cried because they wouldn't stop saying racist things. And it's not funny, but I was just, it's really annoying to me. So I'm just worked up about it now. Yeah. But then I think, Carly, why are you arguing with your uncle who believes that the earth is flat and that the moon (laughs) landing was staged? Like, why? You can't argue with someone like that. (laughs) You cannot argue. It was, like, him who started it. And I was like, Carly, you cannot, you can't argue with that. You can't argue with someone who is a flat earther. Yeah. He obviously doesn't (laughs) believe in science or any other kind of, like, Mm
2: -hmm. anything. Yeah, right.
0: He believes in lots of conspiracy theories. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I wonder how he would... I bet he would laugh at this theory. I should ask him. I should be like, how do you feel about hollow earth?
1: Can't be hollow if it's flat.
0: He'd probably get really upset if I was like, did you know the earth is hollow? (laughs) He'd be like, bitch, no, it's flat. man. We could get into an argument about it. I'd be like, no, it's hollow. And he'd be like, no, it's flat. And I'd be like, no, I think it's hollow. And and then he would start saying mean things to me about how it was flat. (laughs)
1: What <laughs> that's gonna be the next that's that's what's gonna start World War Three. The hollow earthers <laughs> and the flat earthers are gonna
0: <laughs> I don't think these I don't think people believe me that my uncle is a legit flat earther. But he is.
2: I, he I believe Actually
0: you. you've met him. Do you buy it? Do you do you believe he is like a legit flat earther? I can see it. He thinks all conspiracy theories are real. Like he is very much like the government is hiding everything. Yeah. Because he's the one who said that if you have to wear, if the government asks you to wear your mask today, they'll ask you to cut your arm off tomorrow. And I said, that's not how that works. (laughs) And he said, well, it is. That's exactly how it works. And I was like, no, no, it's not. (laughs) They're not going to ask you for your arm. I swear. He genuinely thinks it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want people to know that this is real. He's not just joking. He actually believes the earth is flat and fights people on it.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: He has it written on his truck. I just want people to know where I come from. (laughs) What kind of line of people I I was born into. (laughs) It's okay. Okay. My therapist is helping me work through it. (laughs) She, She, every time I tell her more about my weird family, she's like, Carly what (laughs) she's genuinely like shocked have you ever just shocked your therapist i want to hear about it have you ever just your therapist was just kind of like speechless and like i don't know how to deal how did what (laughs) are you sure yes yes ella i'm positive i'm positive okay Anyway, is this the end yeah that's the end of my story okay
1: what's Uh, that that's That was my visitor pass from oh, work. So sorry, I don't we can discuss this later.
0: <laughs> There's like a piece of paper with a barcode that says Harry Sullivan on it. And I was like, what is that? You did get there at 720. Yeah, I know. I am exactly. Yeah, so I know. you checked in at 719. Yeah. All right, anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Okay.
1: Uh, I've been Harry. I'm so Carly. And this has been... No, no, Get your skates on, mate.
0: Because it's weird out there.
1: Bye. Bye.